0: Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. The writer of Hebrews wrote to believers And said, This is how you handle times of adversity and times of crisis. When the world around you is coming apart at the seams, when you're going through a personal crisis, this is how you handle it. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside the weight and the sin which so easily besets us, and let us run with patience or with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of God. When the world around us is coming apart, when we're going through seasons of adversity, when we're going through a time of crisis, that can become so distracting. It can bring such temptation and, uh, and desire to escape, desire to cocoon, desire to bury us, uh, bury ourselves in, uh, in things of pleasure or, or in anger, to escape and not have to deal with the crisis in the right way. But the Apostle is saying, listen, don't let those things throw you off track. Don't let these things distract you. Don't let these things discourage you or cause you to go into depression or despair. But look to Jesus. Which Jesus are we talking about? He tells us in the next chapter that Jesus that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Earlier in the book of Hebrews, He wanted to let us know that it was Jesus Christ that faced Abram or Abraham. The same Jesus that came to Abram or Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. He came to him and said, said, Abram, Abram, I want you to follow me and go where I'm going to take you. Now, you got to remember that Abram was not a believer. He grew up worshiping the moon god. He grew up in the, uh, in the culture of the Mesopotamian Valley. He grew up in, in that culture uh, in Ur of Chaldees that was not worshiping the living God. But God called him out of that sinful lifestyle and said, follow me and I will make your, you great. I will make your name great. I will make you a great nation. I will bless those who bless you, and those who curse you, I'll curse them, because you're going to be my chosen, the ones I have chosen, the one that I have called, and the one that I have set apart for myself, and Abram followed him, but we got to understand something, not only, not only did he say that to him, but he said, listen, I don't want you to be afraid because I'm your shield and your exceeding great reward. And then Almighty God said to him, I am El Shaddai. I am Almighty God. And I will make my covenant with you. And then he sealed that covenant with circumcision. And then he changed his name from Abram to Abraham and changed Sarai, his wife's name, from Sarai to Sarah, Because God linked their name. His name, Yahweh. The ha in Yahweh, he linked with their name. Abraham, Serha. Almighty God was in covenant with him. Now I want to remind you that Jesus Christ, who was with him then, that made these promises and these covenants with Abraham, that Jesus Christ himself said before Abraham was, I am. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Galatia in Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, and said what? He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles and that we might receive the Holy Spirit of promise by faith. Wow. Do you see what he's saying? He is saying that I, that, that, that you and I, through the redemptive work of the Lord Jesus Christ, the same Jesus Christ that came to Abram and changed his name to Abraham, is the same Lord Jesus Christ that has come to you and I and said, I've redeemed you because I want the blessings that I gave to Abraham to come on you. And he made a covenant with us. Look at the covenant. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 15 to 17, quotes Jeremiah chapter 31, where God said, this is the covenant I'll make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I'll put my law on their hearts, on their minds will I write them, And their sin and iniquity I will remember no more. Just as Almighty God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, made a covenant with Abraham, He has made a covenant with you and I. And what is that covenant? That covenant is that He deals with our sin once and for all, and they're never held against us again the whole concept of being justified, being just as if we had never sinned. When we come to the Lord Jesus Christ and we ask Him, we we repent from our sin, we turn from our sin, and we turn to Him and say, Jesus Christ, I want you to be the Lord of my life. You take charge of my life. I confess to you all of my sin. I confess to you I have rebelled against you. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to wash my heart. And Jesus, come live in me and make me a new creation. Jesus Christ does that, and but he seals that covenant with you and I this way. He says, listen, and I'm going to take your sin, and I'm going to wash your sin away, and I'm going to remove it as far as the east is from the west, and I will remember it no more. And I will make you just as if you would never sinned, and you'll be justified in me. And I'm going to divinely declare that you're the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus does for us as a part of this covenant, the covenant that he has made with us. The Lord Jesus Christ that was with Abraham is the Lord Jesus Christ that is with you right now. He is the same Jesus Christ. And when he said to him, Abraham, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to make you a great nation and I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to bless those who bless you. Listen to what it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings that are in Christ Jesus, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy, without blame, before him, in love having predestined us to the adoption of children according to the good pleasure of His will. Almighty God, Almighty God has chosen to bless you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can you imagine how many blessings that is? How much that is? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places? And they're blessed to us in Jesus Christ? (coughs) Excuse me, the same Jesus Christ that came to Abram and made a covenant with Abram and blessed Abram is the same Jesus Christ that comes to you and blesses you and says, listen, I want the blessings of Abraham to come upon you. All those blessings. And how does that work? Deuteronomy 28 tells us. You'll be blessed when you go out. You'll be blessed when you come in. You'll be blessed when you rise up. You'll be blessed when you lie down. You'll be blessed in the fields. You'll be blessed in your home. You'll be blessed in your work. You're going to be blessed in in every area of your life. He said, I'm going to make you above only and not beneath. You'll be the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes against you one way, he will flee before you. And when he comes against you one way, he'll flee before you seven ways. Look at the blessings Almighty God wants in your life. He truly has blessed you. The same Lord Jesus Christ that blessed Abram or Abraham is the same Jesus Christ that blesses you. And that's who you look to. When you're in a time of crisis, you look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. And he's the same Lord Jesus Christ that has made covenant with Abram and blessed Abram The same one that called Abram out of sin into this life of great blessing is the same Lord Jesus Christ that calls you out of a life of sin and calls you into the kingdom of his dear son. The same Lord Jesus Christ redeems you and blesses you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And it's his covenant with you that he makes with you. Wow. Almighty God is truly a great God. That's who you look to. But he not only says it's the same Lord Jesus Christ that uh, came to Abraham. it's the same Lord Jesus Christ that came to Moses. Remember in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1, it says the angel of the Lord appeared in a burning bush that was on fire, but it wasn't being consumed. And Moses went to look at it. And as Moses drew near, he said, Moses, take your shoes off because the ground you're standing on is holy ground. And then he says to him, listen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to send you to Egypt to free my people and deliver my people. Listen, because I have seen their suffering and I have heard their cry. And so I'm sending you. And this is how you're going to deliver them. You're going to take a lamb that, is, that doesn't have any blemish, you're going to set it aside for seven days. You're going to check it every day. And at the end of seven days, if that lamb has no blemish, then you're going to butcher that lamb and you're going to catch the blood of that lamb in a basin and you're going to, you're going to you're going to cook the lamb and eat the lamb, but the blood of the lamb, You're going to take and you're going to paint the doorpost of your house with the blood of that lamb because I'm going to send the death angel. And when the death angel moves through the land, every home that has the blood of the lamb on the doorpost, that family is going to be delivered from death and that family is going to be rescued out of slavery. And I'm going to take them to the land of promise, the land I've promised them. And Almighty God says to us in the book of Hebrews chapter uh, uh, chapter uh, 4, 5, and 6, he said, this, this is the same Jesus Christ that came to Moses and called Moses out of the burning bush. And that same Lord Jesus Christ has called you and said to you, listen, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to deliver you by the blood of the Lamb I'm going to set you free and I'm going to take you to all the promises and all the blessings of the land of promise because I'm redeeming you out of slavery. Now, how did that happen? Well, the Lord Jesus Christ that was conceived of the Holy Spirit by the power of Almighty God in the womb of the Virgin Mary. She lived in Nazareth, but Joseph was of the tribe of David. And, and Almighty God caused the Roman emperor to call for a tax collection, a tax registration. And because of that, Joseph had to go to the family lineage home city of Bethlehem. Bethlehem, compound word. Beth, house, lahem, bread. House of bread. Joseph had to go to the house of bread. Why? Because Mary was carrying in her womb the bread of life. And that baby was born in a stable in the fields just on the edge of Bethlehem. But not just any fields, not just ordinary fields. Those fields were the fields of Megdal eder And in the fields of Megdal eder sheep were being raised. So when they went to that stable, it was a sheep stable. It was a stable that housed sheep. And so Jesus Christ was born in a stable that housed sheep, but not just any sheep. The only sheep that were raised in the fields of Migdal Eder and housed in that stable were sheep that were being raised for Passover. And there came a day when Jesus was entering in, to getting ready to enter into his public ministry, and John saw him walking by, and john the baptist pointed and said to his disciples behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world jesus christ born in a stable for sheep was the lamb of god and the lamb of god when they when they uh, entered when he entered the city of jerusalem on uh, past, uh, on uh, on the sunday before easter When he entered into the city, we call it the triumphant entry. As he entered that city on Palm Sunday, we call it Palm Sunday because they waved palm branches and worshiped him. He came in on a Sunday and for that day and the next six days following, he was going to be examined every day and found to be without blemish. He would be found to be the innocent son of God. When he was before the religious leaders, the Sanhedrin, they found him to be without sin. The only thing they could find against him was the fact that he admitted he was the son of God. They sent him to the Gentile governor, and he was tried before the Gentile court. And the, and the, the Gentile governor, Jude, uh, uh, Pilate, Pontius Pilate, said, I find no fault in him, yet he sent him to the flogging post, and to Calvary. So he was innocent, and that innocent Lamb of God was taken to Calvary and crucified on the cross. What day was that? Passover. Jesus Christ was the Passover Lamb that was slain for you and I, and the blood of the Lamb on our heart, washing our heart, delivers us from the power of death. As it says, Uh, about that we have been delivered from the power of death and translated into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. Just as the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to Moses and delivered the children of Israel by the blood of the lamb from slavery and brought them to the promised land, so you and I, the same Lord Jesus Christ, became the Passover lamb, And by His blood, we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of Almighty God so that we can live eternally in His promised land. Same Jesus Christ. That's who we look to. When we are going through a time of crisis, we look to Jesus Christ, the same Jesus that called Abram and made a covenant with Abram and blessed Abram. The same Jesus that met Moses and by the blood of the Lamb delivered the children of Israel from slavery and brought them to the promised land is the same Jesus who has redeemed you by the blood of the Lamb and delivered you from the kingdom of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of Almighty God. Same Jesus. It's the same Jesus. Wow. God be praised. I enjoy studying with you on these podcasts I'm so glad you joined me today. I hope that you will subscribe, that you'll click that like button and that you'll encourage friends and family to join us also. And a reminder to you that you can go to my blog site, fdeanhackett.com and I have my blogs there. I have other books that I have written there. Access your resources there. God bless you. I look forward to joining you in our next podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.